0: Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love but nobody else does. Hey,
1: Hi. what you doing?
0: Oh, I'm what are you doing? <laughs> Thanks for joining us as we discuss movies and such. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly.
1: I'm,
2: J- I'm
0: John. <laughs> I'm
2: Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller.
0: I have science
3: fiction, fantasy, <laughs> I have drama and romance.
1: I have a hard time believing you
2: didn't
0: know what
3: to do there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I have
1: action adventure.
3: <laughs>
2: so we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can convince <clears throat> we can convince you yes. to give these films another chance. Words are hard. They are.
1: I hate
3: them. Whew, we're, having a, we're having a hard time starting
1: tonight. Well, one would say we're off to a great stop. Yeah.
3: All right. So this week is my pick. I'm Carly, by the way. And uh, <laughs> this I'm, I'm worried. The final <laughs> movie of our sag month.
1: <laughs> is the month over?
3: Yes. Month. Yeah. I uh.
1: showed
0: you why an action movie was really science fiction fantasy. You showed us how a rom com was actually an adventure. Tony showed us how a childhood cartoon
3: could become a horror movie, and this week, Carly tells us how a uh, science fiction adventure is really a drama romance. <laughs>
1: I didn't find the romance in this. <laughs> I was looking Just for the romance.
3: <laughs> All right.
1: Was it between him and his thimble?
3: No. No. Despite the Zag month being kind of my idea I really had no idea what movie to pick As my Zag movie So I had a whole lot of trouble Because it was underappreciated As is our name And I really wanted to choose Terminator And discuss the romance aspect of it Especially after they discussed it in John's movie and how it was one of the greatest romance movies of all time. That
1: would have worked well. But
3: it's not underappreciated, so Probably I Probably one of the
1: least underappreciated movies ever.
3: And honestly, I had seen over. nine before, but I, w- I kind of forgot about it. Until, in the Charlie's Angels episode, you guys went all crazy talking about how awesome Crispin Glover is. And I said to myself, have Self? I ever seen him in anything else before? Shocked face, not really. <laughs> you never
1: saw back to the future. Back to the future? You never yeah, I'm gonna did. call bullshit you did. didn't see back to the future. I saw
0: <laughs>
3: two of those.
1: Alright, well then he you seen Chris McGlover.
0: Um in, you got
3: two thirds the of them. He wasn't
2: yes. actually. But, no, that wasn't him. That was the, the whole he had he sued them. Yeah. Guess
3: of, what movie? He's also in nine. <laughs> <laughs> did
2: you have to
1: make the nine I with your finger I did. They can't see if, you. I've
3: been drinking. Alright. <laughs>
1: This is the warning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just be prepared. Oh, also, while we're here and having a private moment, um, if she's asleep, that means no. And um, anybody getting knocked out, passed out, drunk is a bad idea. Just saying. All right, just back to Carly. All right,
3: all right. So... To address a tweet that we got early this morning, I don't know if any of you saw I it. I saw it, but I did. That was uh, from Hi, ben. our listener Ben. Hey who Ben, <laughs> who asked about my Zag movie? Is it a Zag because I've seen it before? <laughs>
1: <laughs> ben, if I had, we had t shirts. I'd send you one for free. So get it, Ben. You get credit on a free t shirt.
3: I said it's really kind of a Zag because I've seen it more than once before. <laughs> mm. True that, home slice. <laughs> So this is an animated movie inspired by a short, which uh, just blew the right people away, which is Tim Burton, and he wanted to make it into a full-length film. So he produced it, and uh, it was released on nine nine oh nine. It takes place in a post-apocalyptic future and centers around rag dolls that hold the key to saving humanity.
1: But there's no humans. No,
3: <laughs> it is traditionally considered to be a sci-fi adventure. And not a drama or romance, but I think there's plenty of drama and just a little bit of romance worthy of discussion.
1: Didn't they always still save the dinosaurs in this? What? Didn't they also save the dinosaurs? If they saved the humans, they also had to save dinosaurs.
3: I mean, I guess. If you really, I don't what know. What are you talking about? <laughs> they have talked about doing a sequel. Maybe that'll be in it.
1: You that'll be excellent. That, How can you save humanity with no humans?
3: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm so confused by all of a sudden you brought up dinosaurs.
1: Because the dinosaurs are just as, <laughs> as relevant in this movie as humans are. There uh, aren't any.
3: So the short was done in 2005, and it was done by Shane Acker when he was in college as his uh, like final project. And he was inspired by Tim Burton, who after seeing it, liked it so much he produced a full-length film. It's it like cost a hawk $30 million roughly. This cost
1: make. $30 million? Yes, Where'd yeah. Where'd the money go? Uh, Crispin Glover. Lots that'd of, have uh, Glover.
3: Animation. Well,
0: <laughs> it went into visual effects. Because before this guy did writing, and like his early credits are all visual effects. 47 Ronin, Oz is a Great and Powerful. He did 2012. He did the Total Recall. Uh, Remake. We don't talk about he that. He did Journey to the Mysterious Island, Peck Pop of Love, and The Return of the King, The Lord of the Rings. Again. Yeah, I know what it is. So <laughs> he he has all
3: these visual effects credits. So that seems to be his thing. His thing. His and this tea. was just yeah. he wrote and directed this, so he focused on well. It Seems
1: roll. like visual effects is his. Well, Pinero's the jam on, on, on his jelly roll. The jam is jelly roll. Nice to, uh, Up with three reference.
3: You're welcome. So it cost thirty million, and it brought in just under thirty-two million.
1: So we'll call it a, a flop because it yeah. didn't make the money back. <laughs> because they say thirty, but that doesn't go into like advertising
3: things yes. like that. Yeah. And they actually did a really cool marketing campaign, I thought, where they <laughs> it evidently didn't work. So they, they created a, <laughs> a Facebook page that was called Nine Scientists, and it had from May until September the scientists making Facebook posts about what was happening leading up to the movie being released. So they have him starting out, he's hired to do this job, he's going to make a robot, he's working on AI, and then he goes through his issues that he's having while he tries to create it, and then you see him realize that uh, his leader maybe isn't the best guy, maybe doesn't have the good intentions he thought he had, and now he's taken his robot, and, and then you see him going, oh shit, Everything's gone to crap, <laughs> and he goes through the process and starts making the dolls. And actually, on the Facebook page, there's a description of each doll as it wakes up, and he talks about what it is. It's Wish kind I had of a cool known thing. that. That might have been interesting. <laughs> that I might have more in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I read every post. Uh <laughs>
0: Wow, that sounds pretty cool. Thanks true telling the rest of us that that was the thing that we could have done.
1: Also, I think that would have, you know, I didn't know about it, and, you know, not I had Facebook, so they didn't do a very good job.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, they had 13,000 followers, though. Happy New (laughs) Year! It is almost the 4th of July, and when this airs, it might be right around the 4th of July. Happy Independence Day! It will (laughs) be
1: just a few days before.
3: Right. I mean it's I mean it is a few
1: days before. But, uh, we record these early. It's okay. Everybody does that. You know this. Come on. Our listeners know what's up.
3: So we have a fifty seven percent from critics and a fifty-five percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, well, that's really not bad. Really close. I feel like that's high. And it's, what the hell is happening? I don't know. Some of your neighbors are getting excited about the Fourth of July.
0: <laughs> Either
1: that or there's a gunfight. Well, here at the um at our podcasting studios. Let, let's talk about the arbitrary background noises that people may have may not have heard. Last
0: time there was an a ambulance a couple of recordings ago, and now we got I was just I doing other, fireworks. We're somebody dropping fireworks. bombs.
1: I was just doing another very very well, very respected podcast recently, and he had a train going through. And he mentioned it once, and after that didn't mention it, and it worked well for him. So let's do that.
0: What All podcast right. was that?
1: Uh, that would be the Colt Cabana podcast.
3: Okay. Mm.
1: Boom, boom, if you will.
3: I know. So it also has a 7.1 on IMDb? Wow, this
1: movie did really well. It (laughs) It did. (laughs) Like, I was expecting way lower scores.
3: (laughs) Um, So I have a good review and a bad review. We'll start with the bad. Joe M., just last month. Wow, that's like three pages long. How does he say
0: Manginello. Joe, You know who I mean. From True Yeah.
2: Manginello. Okay, we're going to go with the dude from
3: True Blood. said, uh, okay-ish. animatronic animation <laughs> film about a dim future where all of life has been destroyed except for some humanoid beanbags and an all-powerful machine. <laughs> wow.
0: That is one <laughs> This is a it.
3: great description of <laughs> that. Mildly enjoyable, but unsatisfying. In the end, 2.5 stars. I thought that
1: was a five. Out of or. what? Two and a <laughs> half out of what? Out of five? Out of or? five. Oh, no. Okay, that's not too bad.
3: So, uh, five <laughs> rest- five stars were given by Aaron M., and she said, a also pretty Maggie cool <laughs> animated film. Aaron, No, E-R-I-N, sorry. Right. Um, Ern. I hadn't heard anything about this film, but it was really well done. It's a good sci-fi film you ought to check out. So, no. quick. <laughs> but I like the beanbag reference. I,
1: I, <laughs> I do like that, though.
3: <laughs> yeah. All right, what did y'all think? I know you guys hadn't seen it
1: alright well going in I hadn't even heard of this movie I'm jumping the line so wait your turn I had yeah (laughs) I had never I'm used to it I had never heard of this movie before which is kind of funny because you think 999 should have been something promoted very well Mm -hmm. I've never heard of this so I was like oh it's an animated movie so then at the end of our last podcast you mentioned it so I was watching the trailer and I got halfway through the trailer and stopped it and was like oh I'm excited now and that's my sarcastic voice (laughs) So I thought this I movie was, was. going to be bad. <laughs> Just from the... Yeah, the trailer didn't do much for me, so... I was had a fairly really low expectations.
3: All right. What about you, Lillian? I had seen the short. You had? I had
0: seen the short. That's
3: interesting. What was the short called? We it watched half- the short no. this morning, but I had not previously I seen, the, seen short.
0: the short. I have seen the short Okay, great. Usually and words. I thought the short was an interesting artistic short. I think it worked as a short. So I was... I don't I was like okay so they turn this into a movie I wonder how that works and now I know <laughs> Tony
2: I had seen this movie before I waited for it and I went to see it in the theater oh, you're the guy you? um,
3: <laughs> Tony did hear about it the marketing campaign worked for well, him
2: I like Tim Burton's um, animated man. stuff so I was like okay well you know with Tim Burton Tim, Bur- Tim Burton is pretty much going to be 50-50 it's either going to be awesome or terrible so or terribly awesome So I was excited to go see it, and then I went and saw it in the movie theater. So Mm -hmm. I'd seen it before.
3: Tony, by the way, owns this movie, and I watched the DVD three times leading up to this episode. (laughs) I don't remember the first time I saw this movie, but I remember that I had seen it before I met Tony, and I've seen it since I met Tony. Wow.
1: I think actually this movie's what they use to replace waterboarding for torture.
3: (laughs) Oh! Hey, 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 it's not Final Judgments
0: yet. Woo! Sneak peek of John's (laughs) name.
1: I, oh, unless right. you're
3: for
0: waterboarding because then maybe
1: exactly. maybe you enjoy that kind of thing whatever blows your hair back
3: <laughs> okay so the movie begins
0: okay. well, before you start the movie I do want to say that the woman that adapted the screenplay Pamela Petler mm-hmm. she wrote the screenplay for Monster House and for Corpse Bride but she also did three episodes of Charles in Charge <laughs> <laughs> which three? I didn't know I don't know. I, I, really I love she did
1: Charles that. in charge, but not the early seasons, the later seasons.
0: I don't know. But I just thought it was important mean you to don't say know.
1: that. No, it's Charles in charge, okay?
0: I know who Charles in charge of and Charles could be in charge of me. I love me some <laughs> Scott Bayo. I'm just saying.
1: I had a thing for Nicole Egger yeah, uh-huh. I really did.
0: Well, everyone I know had a thing for Scott Bayo. He's Scott Bayo. Well he's yeah. Chachi but I didn't love him from Chachi I loved him from Charles, Charles and Charles. Well,
1: Joni didn't love Chachi at this point so it
0: doesn't matter I just thought it was important <laughs> to point out I'm sorry to to jump on no, your train no you're
1: fine no let's talk about Nicole Egger. I Eggert noticed
3: more. it I just didn't write it down okay so, All right, so back I got a movie
1: with Nicole Eggert we're going to review that thing <laughs> might be difficult
3: mm-hmm. she did a
1: movie with 6 no she did a movie with the, the Corries. <laughs> I bet that's good <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you was underappreciated Is Lost Boys 4 <laughs>
0: I love Corey Feldman. Shut up. <laughs> He's my favorite Corey. I know have that's you not seen th- his music? I know that's not the Corey that everybody goes with. Most people pick Haim, but I love Feldman.
1: Um, I preferred Feldman over Haim dream because of Dream World uh, dream, dream, yeah. Or License to Drive. Yeah, those are your options. Yeah, those are my two. Even though We're I... Lost Boys.
3: I well, Lost know. Boys. Definitely Lost one, yeah. Boys,
1: but I'm just saying. Dream World Dream second.
0: Corey Feldman. Ultimately.
1: Ooh, we can have a Corey month. Let's look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking pick the your burbs. your favorite I'm Corey. picking the
0: burbs. Damn. That's a
1: good one. I'm going to mess you up and I'm going to go with Corey Holcomb.
0: I don't think the Burbs fits in any of our car- categories, but I'm going to try to do that. I think it fits in point. all of our categories. I <laughs>
1: love how Carly's holding her notes like, waiting for you and us to shut I up. i nothing. Do you even know who the Corys are? I saw
0: the Lost Boys. <laughs> once. So you do know who the Corys are? Yes. Have you seen the Burbs? No. You will. All right, go ahead. Is that underappreciated? It all is right. by everyone who isn't me.
1: <laughs> okay, Carly. All right,
3: so the movie opens, and we see a man building a doll. He's stitching it together, and as he works, the narrator says, We had such potential, such promise, but we squandered our gifts, our intelligence. Our blind pursuit of technology only sped us quicker to our doom. Our world is ending, but life must go on.
1: That sounded like Charlie Wilson's war was like we had promise, we had all this, and then we fucked it all up. (laughs) I think Charlie did it better.
3: This doll is nine. We see him put the number on the back and then we see him put a talisman into a spot and it lights up and then we go to the number nine and hey, that's what this movie is called. And we pan back and we see nine falling down and so does the talisman. It's kind of hanging by his wrist and he falls down and awakes. And uh, when he stands up, he sort of sort of explores himself, he feels his goggles, he's looking at himself, and his hands and his torso, and he sees the talisman and picks it up. And he looks over the side of the desk, and he sees the scientist's body on the floor. And at that point, the shutters distract him because they're kind of clanging in the wind. He opens them, and the view pans out, and we see the post-apocalyptic setting that this movie is in. Where buildings are barely standing and it is a ruin with no sign of life.
1: But there's a matrix, so it's okay.
0: I thought it was weird that he
3: didn't really seem to care that there was a dead body
0: on the
1: floor. He didn't know what that was.
0: It just bothered me.
1: Think about the innocence <laughs> of a child. They wouldn't know what that is.
0: He didn't even kick it. Like, it bothered me. <laughs> like, you know, it was how on you're
3: the like, floor. And he wasn't on the floor. I'm just saying, it bothered me. He didn't know what it was.
1: <laughs> All he knew that it was supposed to be, though. Okay.
3: He looks out the, mo- the window and he sees movement below and he tries, tries to call out to um, something that's pulling a cart, but he has no voice. So he quickly decides he's going to go down there and find this being. He zips a talisman into his torso and runs out of there. As he leaves, we see what looks like a music box with a tag that has the number 9 on it under the scientist's hand, but he doesn't see it. And then he runs down the steps. And as he's trying to find whatever was pulling that cart, he sees propaganda posters, and he does see a woman and child in a car, and he looks frightened by that. So there you get his reaction to the death. (laughs) Um, And a light shines on him, and he runs, hides, picks up a weapon of opportunity, and he attacks Two as Two comes to greet him. Two is voiced by Martin Landau, great. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he is, according to Wikipedia, the creative and genius portion of the scientist's personality. His kind and delicate old inventor, who is fascinated by garbage and scrap, and loves to explore the wastelands and look for parts for his inventions. He marvels at Nine's superior design. I wrote down what I thought they were. Okay. And I didn't. I could not
0: figure out what they all were. But for number two, I wrote curiosity.
3: Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. From the Facebook post that the scientist wrote... creativity
0: is interesting.
3: When two woke up, he said, I have created two. He is different from one. He, like one, leapt from my hand the moment I removed him from the transfer device. But whereas one didn't look back, two showed a level of concern for me almost immediately. He carefully made his way across the floor, touching everything in the room, as if to better physically acquaint himself with the new world. And, he, and then he did something none of my creations world. have ever done. He smiled. Right now he's in the farthest corner of the room, on the ground, just building a simple pile of scraps. I like Does that.
1: anybody else hear a theme from Aladdin right now? Or is
0: it <laughs> no, it's just you. Well, I hear it now.
1: You're welcome. Let me show you the world, okay? <laughs>
0: Shining, I hope it's not this one because it's depressing. wonderful, splendid, beautiful. Definitely not that world, that world. The world in the movie, not the real world. That one's fine, fine. Okay. Because you're my princess, Jasmine.
1: <laughs>
3: Keep going about... So she missed it. She missed it, it. Tony. You caught it. And he goes to his cart to get parts because uh, Nine has indicated that he cannot speak. So, as he's looking in his cart to find parts to try to fix that, Nine picks up a bullet and goes to smash it on a can or something. And she was like, Stop! Some things in this world are best left where they lie. But if you know where to look, these ruins are full of riches. Nine then gets his voice, and Two helps him, and Nine's voice by Elijah Wood. Otherwise known as Frodo. Yes, and his first word is friend, because he's now met Two, his friend. (laughs) Two sees something else under Nine's zipper, though, the talisman, and he is thrilled to see it as Six, he says, is always drawing the design of the symbols on it. Nine asks if they're alone, and Two's like, no, but... Two seems to think, like, in the world, whereas Nine thinks he heard something and is like, are we alone? (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly, they're under attack. Robot skeleton monster. They called it the cat beast because it had the skull of a cat. Yeah. And it had spikes down its back. beast.
1: Um, Like Miss Mary. It has
3: one red mechanical (laughs) eye and one light bulb eye so we can go into dark places.
1: Well, that's handy. (laughs)
3: <laughs> so two tells nine to hide, and two's going to stand up to the cat beast, and uh, but the cat beast very quickly overpowers two and sees the talisman and takes two and the talisman away. Excuse me.
1: <laughs> Moving on.
3: Once they go away, nine comes out. He's been hiding in a can, and he comes out and he sees them going away but he can't do anything about it and then he passes out <laughs> that's right I'm being expressive
0: <laughs> she's using Followed a lot of hand him. movement it's
3: weird he tries but he, tries he doesn't get follow. very far before
0: he passes out yeah but he tries to follow
3: so he wakes up with scissors in his face which is not, I would not like <laughs> that, especially if I was a beanbag man no and five who's voiced by John C. Riley, has I'm repaired his shoulder and Big injury fan. and stepbrothers fame
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) and just being awesome fame
3: so the description that Five has on Wikipedia is that he's caring, nurturing and the loyal, big hearted, common man who always tries to play the peacemaker he is seen as the most frightened by the situation and that's shown throughout the movie and what the scientists saw of Five Five was Five was born today I expected he would spring for my hand like all the others but he didn't He looked back at me, trusting, and waited for me to gently place him among the equipment in my lap. Whereas they all initially showed such a primal need to explore their environments alone, Five waited for me to show him the way. He trusts me, and he is my purest creation to date. I thought he was like friendship or love or something like that,
0: because he seemed to care about everybody. He really did.
3: He's the purest one. one. He did only have one eye, but that was due to an injury. Yeah. That's not how he was created. It's because he could <laughs> only see the good. Kind of
1: like the drummer from Def Leppard. No, no. It
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> was
3: because he could only see the good in people, so he only
0: had one eye. Because people are both good and bad. Getting deep in this arty film. She really is.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I fell asleep. What'd you say? What are you drinking? I need some of that.
0: Oh. Tequila. <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> Never mind.
0: <laughs> Makes you introspective. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't need that much. She's like, that. you know what happened, man? <laughs>
3: So 5 wonders aloud where 2 has gone and 9 begins to explain that he was with 2 but before he gets very far 1 shows up and accuses 5 of keeping secrets. 1 is voiced by Christopher Plummer. It's a travesty <laughs> that
0: Christopher Plummer was in this movie if you ask me.
1: <laughs>
0: Why is that? Because he's a great acting talent and I don't think he should have been in this because I think this was not worthy of him. He Hi. was also in the Sound of
1: Music. Nah.
0: <laughs> and He's been he some was bad fantastic. movies. Though, he I'm was. Saying.
1: Dragnet oh. was awesome. You'll see when we review he was, it. Yeah. He was
0: in a great animated film called Up. <gasps> that
3: movie is great. <laughs>
1: Everybody appreciates that.
3: I know. I can't pick it, but it's
1: fantastic. As animated movies go, you know, like ranking them best to worst, it's up there. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Aren't I, punny? It's more
3: All right. than meets the eye. So one is the cowardly, arrogant portion of the scientist's personality. He is self, he's a self-appointed leader of the group, demanding absolute loyalty from the others. He is seen to be rude and lacking guilt for his actions when the others do not do as he asks.
1: I know people like them. I thought
3: he was fear. He, he does have a fear. Um, the scientist said he's a stubborn one that stubbornness will prove invaluable in this world it's a trait i have lacked over the years something i wish i could go back and learn but there are some qualities you must just be born with his face carries a pride and sense of knowledge that surprises me i may have designed him but i never expected such an expressive sense of power behind those eyes one is a leader that much is certain only time will tell if he is a good one that's that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> okay, let's spend 20 minutes discussing it.
0: Why not? Because sh- we learn at the end of the movie that they're all pieces of his soul. Yes. So how can one be something that he was not?
3: That's true. I get that. <laughs> there, that was my 20 minutes. <laughs> it was more like 20 seconds.
1: I'm sorry. I fell asleep again. <laughs> I've got this. Maybe
3: it was just here. this one small, like, he has a tint of it, but he hasn't...
1: Everybody's Which got a dark Which is maybe side.
3: why he was, that was the first thing that went. That went, yeah. Because he's not really using it.
0: <laughs> Which is funny because two, if two is his creativity, then you would think that he was really using that. Yeah,
3: that's true. But nine, Interesting. nine is a lot like two.
1: I'm guessing so. we shouldn't yeah. be digging, uh, pulling on these threads. I
0: won't tell you what I think nine is until that. <laughs> or until you get to it, I guess. Hope. He's hope.
3: Five says uh, he was going to tell one that he found nine. But one is pissed that five went out there into the wasteland because it's too dangerous because of the beast. Nine interjects that the beast took two and he wants to go save him. But one says, nope, there's nothing we can do. We have rules. And in lumber's a giant compared to them.
1: (laughs) Who's affectionately known as? Eight. The Ocho? (laughs) The Ocho, good, yeah.
3: One addresses him and says the new guy is confused. Perhaps he can help him find clarity. The giant motions for them to follow one. He's kind of a bully. And he's voiced by Fred Tadaskier.
1: we say that he's voiced at all?
3: He is. He <laughs> says he a he few lines.
1: <laughs> okay. okay, here's Michael.
2: Clark Duncan. For you
3: a could minute, probably though. count the number of words he speaks on two <laughs> <There was> hands, <laughs> but he does speak.
0: <laughs> there was a thing on. He's group. There was a thing on this guy on the IMDb, but I can't
3: remember what it was. But he's like the director's friend. Oh. And he does various voices on a lot of stuff. I looked at his filmography and like just every animated TV show he's done some voice on. Did you got Hank Azaria? See?
0: And by did you guys? I mean John and Tony. Yeah. Because I know. Carly did not see this movie, or I'll be shocked. The live-action Casper movie with Christina Ricci. No, I have. Do you I know how the ghosts I did look? See that. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking shocked. I liked Casper. Do you know how the ghosts look? <laughs> That's how I felt. Like eight looked.
2: Yeah. He looked very yeah. similar
0: to the ghosts in the live action. He also kind of looks like the
2: Ghostbuster symbol.
0: Yeah, like look he same. looks
3: like a Disney ghost yeah. to me, like his you. face. Okay,
1: well I'm afraid of no ghosts. Moving on. <laughs>
3: So he's the brutish ruffian from the scientist personality. He's a master of weapons and wields one half of a scissor Would you say and a knife.
2: Would you say master? Well, that's well, what the Wikipedia is. Well, compared to everyone else, I mean, he's the best. Yeah, that's he's the true. last person on earth. I
0: said he was strength. Would how you how say person?
2: It? Boy's well, last entity on earth. That he he's a little beanbag bean man,
0: and that in- <laughs> so.
3: he has
2: a weapon. He can swing it. That technically makes him the best on earth. <laughs> That's
3: true. He's the largest of the group. Okay, I mean, there's, there's, also, not, a lot, there's
1: not a lot left.
2: But He's
3: also the least intelligent. And with the scientists, and I don't like that
1: they're saying that if you're big and <coughs> strong, you're also unintelligent. That's a stereotype, and I resent it.
3: Well, it is a stereotype that they use in this well, movie. You're sh- so,
0: <laughs> I was going to say you're strong, but you're not necessarily big. But you, you are like 7 You're very muscular, but you're <laughs> not yeah, super tall. So, <laughs> keep digging. <laughs> and let
3: me take my foot out my mouth. <laughs>
0: Continue on with what happens between one and nine. So
3: the, the scientist said when eight awoke, those who protect us are sometimes the least appreciated it. Just appreciated in.
0: Words <laughs> appreciated.
3: It should not be this way. Even I, a grown man, am a bit intimidated by eight. He is gargantuanly compared to the others, a thick clump of power, all muscle, none too bright. The others will need someone to guard them in this new world and 8 is definitely a formidable protector. Formidable. So they uh, are led to ride a bucket elevator that is powered by 8 on a pulley system and they go all the way to the top of, I think it's a church that it they live in. It is a
0: church. It's modeled after a real church, I can't remember.
3: And one explains that We'll go history. with the
0: 16 Chapel.
3: <laughs> well, I read some of the trivia,
0: but I didn't like. Why bring it
1: up if you man? don't know?
3: And this is where we learn through a flashback that the war between about the war between man and machines, and see um, a life-killing gas being released by the machines. We also see mm-hmm. how Five lost his eye, and gas has killed everything. One says he found a sanctuary for them, where they waited for the war to end, and eventually it did. The only thing that remains is the beast, and they stay hidden and wait for it too, to sleep. It's Notre Dame. Hmm.
1: They have a hunchback there. Hmm.
0: They have one, five, six, and eight there. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it
1: sounds like you know your calculus.
0: <laughs> I know that she you plus me. Evil <laughs> <thoughts>. <laughs> had a reference to shitty
1: movie from MTV in 1999. Uh, you
3: did the same thing. So I did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so nine us questions. Love you, Where I did the beast come from, and why is it hunting them? And one shoots him down. Questions are pointless. Protection is their top priority. He crosses two's number off on a calendar page, and we see that three, four, and seven are already crossed out. Presumably, only five of them out of the nine. Our lives.
1: Did anybody else notice that he was like, "All right, well, fuck this guy. Cross the mountain, move on about his day. Like, shouldn't he be upset that one out of six <laughs> is fucking dead?
3: You would think, he's but he's a coward. But he—that's like, uh,
1: that's a big number of uh, percentage wise, anyway. Yeah.
3: But as far as he's concerned, the ones that remain need to hunker down and stay safe where they are.
1: I mean, if he wants <laughs> and to leave, he's going to have to have something to lead. We'll
3: go quiet, and then they can live.
1: Yeah, do not go. Do not go quietly into that good night. That's
3: what I'm <laughs> So one tells five to take nine with him to the watchtower and then um, we pan over to six completing another drawing gentle, of the don't towel. Don't go
1: gentle into that good night. Sorry, I fucked six that up. Six
3: is voiced by Crispin Glover. <laughs> and he is the artistic portion of the scientist's personality. Which number is he? Six.
1: No, number one in my heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was thinking he was like insanity
3: but that didn't make any sense. So yeah. it's interesting that he's... He's Artistic. Art. Uh, it says that uh, he sees things that the others in the group don't see, and his fingers are made of pen nibs, which he uses to draw. His eyes are disproportionate in size, possibly to represent his mental instability. Because he is kind of insane.
1: No, I thought he was just eccentric.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the scientist said, six is, shall I say, Peculiar. It's not to say Six doesn't belong, just that he does not fit in naturally, which is not necessarily a negative observation. He is amazingly expressive through his art. Um, these strange little sketches that capture what he's thinking <laughs> better than any words. I think he just sees the world differently than the others, and in this sense, he is alone. But he seems to like it that way. Sometimes it's easier to be yourself. Right. <laughs> so then we go up to the watchtower otherwise known
1: as you do you boo boo
3: yeah and he does mm-hmm. <laughs> and nine sees the three tall shapes that the beast took two toward and convinces five they should go after him mm. but takes, we being humans know it's a factory yeah <laughs> which is what I refer to it as the, re- <laughs> the rest of the post um it takes some convincing but eventually five remembers that two came back to, for him when he lost his eye and he's he's on board so as they're going toward the factory, they find Chu's weapon and his hat, and Five wonders, why was he out here by himself? Uh, they know they're looking for a tunnel, but when they pull the map out, there's some gale force winds, and they lose the map, and when they're chasing it, they find the tunnel, but the map is lost. They find beast tracks and fear it's too dark in the tunnel, but Nine uses two staff and hat and a light bulb he finds to make a flashlight. Five is mesmerized, but how much like two, nine is and says they both forget to remember to be scared. When they get to the factory, Five wants to wait outside, because he does not forget (laughs) to be scared. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So they see Two in a cage and they shake him, but he doesn't respond. They think he's dead, but then he arouses and says he knew they would come.
1: (laughs) He aroused. (laughs) Giggity.
3: He reminds them of the beast's presence. And we see that the beast is about to put the talisman into a spot seemingly designed for it. But before he can get to that, he hears them trying to break two out of the cage. And he thwarts them. In the scuffle, the cage is broken. It seems like the beast is going to kill all of them. But then out of nowhere, there's help.
1: Anybody else, when they hear the word the beast, think of um, the Sandlot? No. (laughs) (laughs) No,
3: Tony's never seen the Sandlot. I just you learned will. that last That's week. not
1: underappreciated. Oh, but I love But you should watch it anyway. <laughs>
2: <Fred>. <laughs>
3: Tony, do you want some more? I'm going to have s'mores, more. I haven't had any. You're killing me, Smalls! <laughs> hey, you don't know what that means. I know, he doesn't get the references. It's one of the greatest references of all time. <laughs>
1: all right, well, let's just say that we're going to change him to Smalls, and you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the great Bambi, huh? That wimpy huh? deer. Let's talk about that movie the instead.
3: Great B&B. Oh, no. <laughs> the <Colossus of> Great <laughs>
1: Nothing. I've never seen this movie. It's really scary.
2: Is
0: this what he Carly feels like? Now though. you know what Carly feels like all the time. <laughs> Maybe
1: it's, it's a horror movie. You should watch the Sandlot. The Sandlot. There's a killer dog. Doesn't in Doesn't it, it sound scary? Think of Cujo, but bigger. <laughs> there's,
3: there's lots of vomiting.
1: That's true. All right, so anyway. All right, so from from up
3: above, someone has managed to throw a rope that ties around the beast's mouth, and then this person jumps down onto the beast who's trying to throw he or she off. She jumps up and comes down and decapitates the beast.
1: That was pretty badass.
3: It really was. (laughs) (laughs) And then she does a superhero landing and takes off her helmet, and it's seven. Who I said was bravery.
1: <laughs> I said was Batgirl. So who I said was number seven.
3: Two and five are thrilled to see seven, and nine looks a little dumbfounded. So seven is voiced by Jennifer Connelly, and is the fighter portion of the scientist personality, and possibly the only female of the group. She female. Yes.
1: Yes. uh, I'm sorry. What makes... Did you not
3: get that?
1: Oh, no. I heard the the voice. But Here's my question. What makes a male a female?
0: She's femininity.
1: No, no. What makes her female? There's, There's usually one thing that makes a woman female and it falls between two things. Her legs.
3: Okay? Oh, God. And they're all dolls
1: Exactly What makes
3: them male?
1: They're not male <laughs> They're unisex They are it They are not male They are not she's, female
3: They identify as male And she identifies as female We don't actually know What they identify What if they as?
1: identify as chickens?
0: But she's a lady
1: <laughs> Whoa 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 She's a lady I actually
0: wrote She's a lady
1: I'm sorry Whoa 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 uh, <laughs> I disagree None of them are male None of them are female They're, they're beanbags
0: I disagree
3: So the scientist said
1: Friends out there, you know what's up.
3: She is beautiful, brave, and fiercely independent.
1: Well he is a moron. She
3: displays an agile ferocity unseen in the others. Something else I never could have predicted. Her sharp eye will prove invaluable on their mission. Seven is gonna whip the rest of them into shape. But it makes sense. Because every woman has that She's masculine style. aspect She's of her, got grace. Mm-hmm. And,
1: every, and
0: every man has those feminine aspects. It makes sense that part of him would be feminine, like Seven. She's a lady, whoa, whoa, a whoa. kick-ass lady, hey, kicking the most ass. I got no problem
1: with her being the most badass
0: warrior of them all. She's Zena, the warrior fucking princess. I'm done. Move on. <laughs>
3: So, Nine sheepishly approaches Seven and gives her her shield back. And as Two, Five, and Seven reconnect, Nine picks up... Is that made by vibranium. Mm, I, I don't think, think so. so. Okay,
0: just checking. I do it was made of a bottle cap or something. <laughs> weird yeah, that's like what that. it
3: looked like. Nine picks up the talisman and puts it where the beast was going to put it. Because Nine is an idiot. At the last second, Two sees him and tries to stop him. He says, what are you doing? We don't know what it is, but it's too late. It lights up, green, and the essence of two is sucked right out of him. Mm. This is a horrifying scene. (laughs) Nine is is responsible for every bad thing that happens. Mm -hmm.
0: There could have been nine of them. Spoiler alert. Some (laughs) of them (laughs) die. Well, Tuesday. He killed them. Well, he killed them all. He
1: didn't kill them.
0: <laughs> he killed them. Not so much. <laughs> he killed them.
1: Not not exactly. He
0: pulled the trigger. No, he didn't. He took the pin <laughs> out of the grenade. There's
1: no grenade. There's no guns.
0: He killed them. There <laughs> he, actually is lots of guns towards the end. And there's some couple
1: grenades. And he did not kill them.
0: He
3: did. It's I'm not sure if
1: you're familiar on. on that process, but not so much.
3: <laughs> all right, so... Uh, Nine just made these friends, and he already feels responsible for getting two captured, and now he feels responsible for his death. Five is distraught.
1: So nine's a pretty bad character.
3: And a red light turns on in the machine as it rises from the ground.
1: Otherwise known as the architect.
3: (laughs) They have to escape, and quickly, as pieces of machinery are forming. It looks like seven is going to be killed just like two was, but the machine gets distracted by nine... Because he puts his light bulb staff up and distracts him. Seven distracts the machine by putting small bits where they will make noise in some gears and they narrowly escape. As five then has a meltdown. Why did nine do that? <laughs> and nine says he's sorry. He's really sorry. He didn't know that would happen. And they have to go. Seven knows where they can go. Much like in real life, sorry doesn't make it better. That's true. As they leave, we see the machine getting to work, making other machines. And Seven takes them back to where she lives, with the twins, three and four. They are the historians of the group, and parts of the scientist's personality. They're unable to speak, instead using flickering lights in their eyes to communicate with each other. They project images from their eyes to share information with the others. They're very intelligent and energetic.
2: Which I thought was really cool. And they could play
1: movies.
3: But I didn't understand what what they were supposed to represent.
1: Wisdom.
0: And why they weren't the same.
1: They were wisdom.
3: Why they didn't just do it in one character?
0: Yeah. Like I, or they could have been two like I don't understand how they're the same. He could have made them at the same time, but it seems like he would need different parts of his soul to animate them. He's a and really smart guy. <laughs> I don't know. And they were also
3: made out of a pair of gardening gloves. Thus say it's <laughs>
0: the IMDB trivia. I saw that too. <laughs>
3: so the scientist said three and four so much energy so much unbridled childlike curiosity they carry the same inquisitive nature as two but with unparalleled passion it's like history and knowledge provide sustenance to their speedy little bodies i mean speedy these guys are like little puppies but instead of running around chewing on furniture three and four open books and tear through them with their eyes they then carefully return the book to its place and move on to the next I've given up trying to chase them around the room. Their joy boosts my spirits. (laughs) So 5 is happy to see them, and 9 happily allows them to reserve and catalog him. 7 and 9 explain that they need information about something. They accidentally awoke. 9 says no, it was me. I awoke it. 3 and 4 begin flipping pages to find it, and then once they do, they go up to the top, and project a film explaining the machine and how it was supposed to create other machines of peace that would usher in an age of wealth and prosperity. The problem is the machine turned on humanity and then started destroying people. Because he's Skynet.
2: <laughs> it's basically making
1: artificial intelligence, but during World War II.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, the reason why the machines always do that is because they try to they solve the human issue how can we solve the human issue oh the only way that we can solve the human issue is to get rid of them (laughs) that that is what every machine comes to and there's a reason for that it's because we're doing it ourselves so it's like well fuck it we'll just go to the process get this done
3: so nine explains that the thing that woke the machine Mm -hmm. was round and it fit perfectly into the machine as if it were made for it three and four don't know what it was so nine draws it And 5 recognizes it it, as what (laughs) 6 always draws, and says 2 collected and studied six's drawings. 9 wants to go see some of six's work, but 7 is not cool with going back to 1. 9 seems torn. I think because he kind of likes (laughs) 7. He's like, I want to go there, but you don't want to go... I feel like we have to go, but you don't want to go.
1: <laughs> like, like he likes her, likes her? Yes. <laughs> so we can spend money, money? <laughs> and maybe get a kiss, kiss?
3: <laughs> if he doesn't, he'll be Piss piss.
0: I love Henry Cho.
3: Oh, that's so fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to Henry Cho. <laughs> You're my favorite comedian.
1: You're not mine, but I enjoyed you.
3: So five and nine go in at night. Sneaking in to one <laughs> so sanctuary funny. and find some of the drawings. When 9 turns on the light, there behind them is 8, who grabs them and takes them to 1, who calls them fools. Now they are in unimaginable danger. As they argue, 6 comes out with the drawing, saying, The source, the source, go back to the source. 9 says what 6 drew is what awakened the machine. 1 is pissed and orders eight to take their things. Nine rises against one, calling him a coward. Which one returns and says that nine is a curse because nothing good has happened since he arrived. <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> nine retaliates by calling one blind and guided by fear. Just then, a bird swoops by and one says sometimes fear is the appropriate response because nothing is alive. So what is this bird? <laughs> And then the bird bursts through the window, and it's a machine that's after them.
1: It's a pterodactyl. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Uh, They barely get away and are separated in the process. Eight throws half a scissor into the fan of the bird, but it's still coming after them. That was pretty awesome. It was. (laughs) I enjoyed that. And... I lost my spot. Uh, Nine stalls by reflecting the light of the sun into the bird's face. And then Seven, again, comes to their rescue. But the uh, bird ends up stuck in a fan, and they end up able to start the fan and pull them out. But One has to release his cape. He does not want to do that. And when he does, and the bird is destroyed, as he climbs up over Nine, he says, You owe me a cape.
0: (laughs) Which is
1: really weird.
3: It's funny, because the bird had a fan as part of him, and then he was killed by a fan. Mm -hmm.
1: That's what you call, um,
3: (laughs) I guess. But now they all have to move to Seven's Place. And, uh, as they are leaving, a balloon ship thing, machine, retrieves part of the bird and returns it to the machine. Uh, once they're at Seven's Place, one says he does not feel like it's safe enough. Steve's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: a good rule Agreed. of thumb. <laughs> it's like, worse than saying, I'll be right back.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he says he's going to go see, cha- see, search out somewhere better. And Aiko's goes on watch... But then appears to spend his evening getting high on a magnet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, is that what he's doing? Yeah. What the fuck is he it doing with It looked like that he was getting high by holding yeah. the magnet. That's or something near his
0: head.
2: <laughs> That's what I took it as. He got goofy. He had like he that
0: weird, there was like weird moaning. I don't know. Very strange. <laughs> yeah. How would you even find out a magnet does that?
2: Yes, accidentally, and then
0: we don't know how right. long Hello. these
3: dolls have been living in this
0: wasteland. <laughs> oh. It Just seemed it seemed a like a wasteland? weird, like why was that necessary?
1: Why? Because you know sometimes you just have to use your magnets. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. Why would magnet on a on a beanbag do you want anything? <laughs> I
3: don't know. We don't know what so you it put innocent. magnets on it's your beanbag. Metal bag. parts.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to put man- ma- magnets on my bean bags. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
2: know she had bean bags,
0: It's a metaphor for but, something. But I'm that's not, not sure. my business. So hey, look, it's some kind of metaphor. I'm not sure for what, <laughs> but there you go.
1: We're gonna we're gonna ponder that and we'll get back
0: to you folks. <laughs> that might be the closest we get to tit talk this episode. Tit
3: <laughs> talk. <laughs> that's what I thought of when you said
1: bean bag. Little talk. bean bags.
3: Oh my goodness. Keep
1: with your
3: so while H downstairs with the magnets. Unless you have <laughs> the twins pull up an image of the talisman and Six gets excited. They find the book that, they find a book that has a drawing of the scientist using the talisman to put his essence into the dolls. Um, six says the source and nine wants to know more. Six tells him to go back, but nine doesn't know what he means. And one is not one pops up and is like, Uh, oh, stop looking at these dark science sciences, you guys are being ridiculous and one doesn't like how nine always wants to know more. Just like two. It's too much. Nine says, I was right, you sent him out to die. And one says, that he did. He was old and weak, and sometimes one has to be sacrificed for the good of many. Seven, then, is on him. She's pissed. She, she calls him a coward and puts a blade to his throat. Nine calls her off and she runs away. She's mad.
1: <laughs> she storms off yeah. because reasons. <laughs> and like a Lannister, she always pays her debts.
3: So one straightens himself up and says to Nine, your path takes us to catastrophe, and he walks away. Nine decides they will go back to the first room where he awoke. But before they get a chance to do that... They're attacked by a sort of insect, worm... (laughs) Creepy-ass machine thing
0: that could give a person
3: nightmares. Tony actually remembered this movie as more of a horror film.
1: (laughs) It was pretty creepy.
3: So this machine... Like it was that
1: thing in Star Wars that came out of the sand with the teeth.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's using Two's body to catch them off guard and then it flashes green lights out of two's eyes at them to put them in a trance, and then it wraps them in thread and captures them and puts them in its worm-like body. It's like (laughs) a
0: spider-slash-scorpion-slash-worm. With a creepy
3: doll head. Oh, it's so
1: creepy. Reminded me of um, Toy Story.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, So eight and one are captured, and nine tells five not to look in the eyes. Working seven attacks. <laughs> they get one out, but seven is caught, and the machine retreats. So the machine leaves with seven and eight. Mm. Nine insists on going after them. Everyone's on board except one, but he goes anyway. <laughs> Before they do go, though, they have a little funeral for two, because now they have two's body. So they set him up on a little piece of wood, and they cross his hands, and they put a coin over his face, and they set him adrift. Push him in the- sewers I think they should set it on how would they know about the boat man (laughs) I don't know that's I thought a good it was question. a little weird because it doesn't really seem like there's much water in this world.
1: They should have said water
3: world! Did someone pee?
0: <laughs> this is like the no water world. They don't eat, so I don't think they have to pee. <laughs>
1: okay, well, we'll skip that. What about making We've already covered
3: in? that they don't have parts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, <pee>. bags. <laughs> or do they? <laughs> Maybe they're I pee. don't
3: know.
0: Like nine can unzip himself, so who knows what's happening <laughs> <Yeah. in> there. <laughs>
1: Hello! <laughs> It's weird. This is where so, I the Frank and the beans.
3: They go back to the factory. <laughs> Look at the
2: Frank about the beans.
3: <laughs> and Five wants to go in with Nine. And Nine says that he has to go in alone while the rest of them have to figure out a plan for destroying the factory. So Nine says, I got to go in there. You stay out here. We need you out here. If I don't come back, destroy it. And you guys will all survive. <laughs> and I will die with it's incorrect. Seven and eight. So he goes in and uh, as he goes in, Five realizes that they can use fire and he wants them to fill a barrel with oil and they all have matches, so they're gonna light it on fire. Where do they all get matches roll from? it in. No, it's a wasteland. Five has like a bag of tools. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Hawkeye and his cool <laughs> quiver arrows. He does. It's like a quiver it's like just a quiver of shit he might need. And he does have a crossbow. So some or, of them are Or arrows. you know what? <laughs> Maybe it's like um,
0: Casey from uh Casey Casey Jones. B- yeah, Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja She did his
1: last name. <laughs> That's the rest of her argument's invalid. <laughs> it's Casey Jones.
3: Alright. <laughs>
1: I hate bunkers. Especially so, bald ones who wear masks to cover up ugly faces.
3: <laughs> so nine goes inside just in time to see the machi- machine suck the life out of eight.
0: She said, "Machine." I, oh, I messed up, <laughs> machine. What so machine? That's like my explosion. <laughs> I just <a>
1: love my machine. And <laughs> I don't want to
0: but you. Are. Hey,
1: hey! You're welcome. I, I know you want to hear us do this rendition, and if you're good. We're still not going to do it, but...
0: Oh, That's man. all you get.
1: That's all you oh, get. Oh, man. Wait, listen to the next episode, or we give you some more.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Or we'll
1: forget all about it. <laughs> Probably. That's more likely.
3: <laughs> so, Nine uses his bulb staff to distract the worm thing <laughs> from putting seven <laughs> in the machine.
1: We're going to call it the land kraken.
3: All right. Nine uses a bulb
0: to distract the worm? Yeah. <laughs> TikTok number two. <laughs>
3: They're able to get it sucked up into some gears, so they've destroyed the land kraken. just as you came up with the name with for it, we they destroyed it. Shit. And uh, that's just the bus? <laughs> Nine has saved seven and they need now to get the fuck out. Meanwhile, one is getting antsy and he wants to destroy the factory. He's ready. Let's do it. Five says, no, we have to wait. Unfortunately, at this point, they are seen by the same sort of balloon ship thing from earlier. The Zeppelin alarm. And they try to... Five wants to pull it out of the sky, but it sounds an alarm. And then lots of little bug machines are sent forth to figure out why the alarm was sent. Seven and Nine have to run for their lives, and they yell for the others to start the the destruction. (laughs) And the factory is quickly destroyed... And one, three, four, five, six, seven, and nine celebrate. They think they have won.
1: They party like it's nineteen ninety nine. They hell.
0: party like it's nineteen
3: fifty five. It's actually like the nineteen thirties.
1: <laughs> World War Two, probably not.
3: But they well, get a Victrola going, <laughs> and "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" starts playing. <laughs> sung by the wonderful Judy Garland. May she yep. rest in peace. <laughs> They're all happy.
1: Someday i <laughs>
3: Three and four ri- are riding the crank around, and then set, or then nine rides the crank around and promptly falls into Seven's lap. And then he gets up kind of sheepishly. sheepishly. <laughs> 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 Your machine is kn- stuck me. <laughs>
0: working for me tonight. Charlie's so machine uh, <laughs> is having problems.
1: <laughs> you gotta put some oil on the machine, man.
3: He's so awkward every time the two of them are together, and I think it's because he likes Likes her, likes her. Likes her. <laughs> Yeah. Five lifts up six so he can make sound effects into the, I guess I don't know what part it's called the horn, the speaker where yeah I guess where the music comes out yeah speaker. Uh, five decides he wants a new record and he accidentally sends one rolling down the hill which he goes after and to his horror he sees the machine coming out of the wreckage of the factory right for them. I'm sorry, what word is that? I thought you meant machine. <laughs> I actually made it bold in all my notes. <laughs> I guess I could have called it something else. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so, five is captured by the machine.
1: The machine, mate.
3: <laughs> and six sees just imagine it's when <laughs> the machine sucks the life out of five, he sees. That five is not dead. He has been trapped inside. The machine. The machine.
1: And <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, he's, he's Admiral Akbar. Is like, it's a trap.
3: And he said, he's trapped.
0: It's a trap. So. <laughs> and one's like, get to the bridge.
3: <laughs> he is. Everyone wants to destroy it, the machine. But six says, no, they can't. They're trapped inside. Six gets captured as an attempt to prevent them from destroying it. He says, go. Back to the first room to get answers. One in seven agree they must destroy the Machi. <laughs> and nine, who said he was sorry, which
0: means that he'll never do that again, when he started the machine up and admitted that he made a terrible mistake, is all of a sudden, no, we can't destroy it. Six was right. What if Six <laughs> is telling the truth? You can't just destroy this thing. What if they're really trapped in there? We can still save them.
2: You know, the crazy one that draws the same thing all day? He should be the leader.
3: Huh. So now it so much sense. <laughs> Nine runs away, so he can go back to the first room. Once he gets there, he sees drawings of him and finds a box—the same box we saw in the beginning. Mm. It's not a music box, but it contains a video message about how the scientist created Avamachi, <laughs> but did not mean for it to be this way. He tells him that they are all the pieces of his soul and shows him how to use a talisman. And we see him die from the creation of Nine. Nine goes running back. He knows what to do. They must not destroy the machine. It will <laughs> it will destroy the talisman in that process. He tells them the scientist is the source and he gave them his soul. They are him. They continue with their attempts to destroy it because they don't give a shit. <laughs> They have to, uh, they end up needing to run, because despite their efforts to destroy it, the machine is still coming. One gets hurt, and uh, Nine says he's going to sacrifice himself, but he will show them how to use the talisman. So when he sacrifices himself, they have to get the talisman and do what he says. Um, So Nine goes to sacrifice himself, and One pushes him out of the way just in time. And Nine's like, no, but there's nothing he can do except get the talisman and follow through with his plan to use it against the machine. He puts the correct sequence in, turns it around, and destroys the machine. 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 So Nine survives, which makes Seven very happy. She says that he did it, but he says he hasn't done it yet. They create a star in the ground with a fire in the middle and on each point is a flag with a number of one of those they lost to the (laughs) much eight and six pop out and go to their spots then come five and two and one comes out last puts his hand on nine's shoulder and then takes his place they all ascend but five looks like he's still scared and as they watch them all ascend seven comes up and takes nine's hand and they continue to hold hands until the movie is over. Aww. The twins come over to mm-hmm. them and it begins to rain and they look like a little family. <laughs> and I think seven and nine end up being a little family <laughs> with the twins as their kids. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
0: so since we're at the end. I was gonna mm. I was crazy. nine. No, nine I thought was hope.
1: That's what I said in the beginning. Mm. Like an hour ago. I know you, you did,
0: and I'm concurring that nine is hope.
3: Nine did not really have a description. Yeah, because he killed the scientist. Yeah, the scientist. He's about to death. So, uh, <laughs> when Nine was created, the last post he made was, I'm sorry, everyone. This world was a place of tarnished beauty, but a place worth fixing nonetheless. And all I ever wanted to do was give my part in fixing it. We had such potential and so much promise, but we squandered our gifts. For whatever it's worth, these are my new gifts to the world, I am so empty and alone up here. It is time. Our world is ending, but life must go on. And that was the last post until, mysteriously, the profile picture was updated in July of last year. And in January of this year, a new post was made that said, The light has faintly flickered on again beneath the ashes, and I have begun the long-awaited search for hope. I must find nine. (laughs) So there's your nine is hope.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
1: Please don't make a single
3: issue. <laughs> Actually, in the, um, in the extra scenes on the DVD, when they do the commentary, uh, Acker and Burton were both on board to do a sequel, depending on how well the film did. It did not do well. But then the film didn't do so great, and they haven't really spoke about it since. But then... They think months Depp. ago, this post was made on their Facebook page, so who knows?
1: Maybe well, they got $30 million laying around. Who knows? <laughs> All right, so. This isn't my problem.
3: <laughs> Kevin Smith,
0: gets his movies made, so maybe they could get it made.
1: Have you seen The Brazzies? That shit's fucking gold.
0: That movie was hilariously bad.
1: What was the name of that movie?
0: Uh, Jesus Christ.
1: I just forgot, too. You know
0: the
3: whole
1: no, yeah. after that. Yeah, it was, was yoga it, hosers. Was it yoga hosers? There you go.
0: Yeah, because we didn't see Tusk, but we saw yoga yeah, was hosers, yoga and it is hilariously bad. I seen it. it's, it's real I good. Seen
1: it. Look, any movie that starts with I'm the Man by Anthrax gets
0: my vote. <laughs> 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 we enjoyed it more than we thought we would.
1: <laughs> and we're talking I about that. We're supposed great. to be doing your thing That's now. That's right? right. But
0: uh-huh. it was, I wouldn't say it was great, but it was definitely worth watching.
1: So, Big Cav, we enjoyed yoga hosers a lot more than we thought we would, so please make another. So, After you do Clerk's Three, though. So,
3: I think the drama in this movie is pretty obvious. Yeah. I mean, just imagine waking up as nine or being two or five or seven, or even one. There's just a lot of drama going on <laughs> once nine comes up. But the romance in the movie I saw is kind of like a How I Met Your Mother style thing going on between seven and nine. And if you look but whenever nine
1: is Robin Shrabotsky.
3: <laughs> seven, <is.
0: laughs> nope.
1: seven is. Seven seven is Ted Mosby.
3: Okay. Weird. Uh, <laughs> I thought Seven was way cooler than Nine. <laughs> maybe but Seven's if you look, Barney Stinson. The scenes where they interact, just the looks they put on their faces and the way they speak to one another. Mm-hmm. It's different than the way they speak to everybody else and the way they look at everybody else. Right. So I thought there was a little something more going on there. A little something. <laughs> All right. So, the only other note I had in here was that the scientist said he named the machine. The machine. When he was creating it, he called it the brain, which stood for Binary Reactive Artificially Intelligent Neuro Circuit. And he he thought, when he was hired to do this by the Chancellor, that it was going to be a machine of peace that created other machines of peace. And then the Chancellor took it from him before he was done with it and had other scientists do other things to it and basically forced it to do things it didn't want to do, and that's why it turned on them. And then if you look at the Facebook page, you see that over time the scientist kind of realizes that the Chancellor isn't trying to usher in this peaceful time like he thought, and he really wants to conquer the world. Mm -hmm. So over time he kind of goes from... I don't understand why people are opposed to this. To, oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> you know, as smart to, as you thought you were. We're are all you Mr. gonna die.
1: <laughs>
3: and then trying to build the nine of the dolls in his with Image. his soul pieces mm. to try to keep some f- little piece of humanity alive because they don't require. The air that the gas is taking, <laughs> they can still survive even Little after the
2: machines. Walking, talking, horcruxes. Yeah.
3: Ooh, <laughs> way
2: wait, wait, wait
1: to bring in Harry Potter.
3: All right. It's the Magali. So, who's first? I I don't care.
1: Well, you're driving, you, you pick have one. You
3: pick one. All right, go ahead, John. Shit. Okay, <laughs> so, um, my
1: favorite character is number six. Because he's eccentric.
3: Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Um, my least favorite
1: character is number nine. He he fucked everything up. <laughs> my favorite line is "You owe me a cape." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because really, <laughs> after all, he's like, "You owe me a cape." Sure. Um, my favorite scene is where they find out how the whole thing started. Where they show like the movie, and it's like they build this machine as a thing of peace, and then it turned on us and killed us all. Mm-hmm. And now we're all that's left of humanity. And I'm like, you're not fucking human! <laughs>
0: <laughs> you
1: can't be saving humanity if you're not human. That's like me saving <laughs> the entire dinosaur race. Can't fucking happen. I'm not a dinosaur.
0: And that's his favorite scene. <laughs> that's my
1: favorite scene. It was a tie between that and the credits.
0: <gasps>
3: <Ooh. laughs>
1: the opening credits. Um... I didn't really like it. Uh, well, let, me, honestly, let me tell you why. When
3: I picked it, Tony goes, They're not going like <laughs> <laughs> to like
1: this movie. See, and here's the thing it's, it's another rendition of the, the post apocalyptic, we were going for utopian, but fucked it all up, and then the machines took over and killed us all. That's been done to death, and it's been done in way better ways. If you want to watch that movie, watch the first Matrix. <laughs> But I enjoyed Crispin Glover. Next.
0: (laughs) Go ahead, Elaine. So, um, my favorite character is five. Oh, that's
1: a nay if you weren't sure. I knew.
0: My favorite character is five. My least favorite character is nine. My favorite line is, you owe me a cape.
1: Nice. Up top.
0: (laughs) And my favorite scene is to fight on the rooftop with the weird pterodactyl bird. I enjoyed that from there's something out there till the end when they destroyed it. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> um, I didn't like this movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. <laughs> I was bored when I was watching it. I found it dark, depressing, and uncomfortable and that isn't anything I want when I watch a movie.
1: Um, so that's a nay. <laughs> this is a weird art <laughs>
0: film, much like many weird art films. I don't even enjoy the visual because I thought it was very monotone. And I know that a lot of that this is a visually artistic movie, but mm-hmm. I don't like it when it's all monochromatic. So um, I did not enjoy it, and I don't think it's worth anyone's time. <laughs> I give it a nay. <laughs> wow, that's harsh. I didn't hate it that Unless much. Unless you like weird art films, then or whatever. Or Crimson Lover. I don't think it's worth it for Crispin Glover.
1: If you like Crispin Glover, watch Charlie's Angels. <laughs> he, True was, that. he was good in that. <laughs> okay, hey, so... My so, favorite character... So only a moment to go from a view like that, that's up, so... <laughs> my favorite character
2: that's was... That's
3: why I saved him for last. I know he likes this movie. <laughs> my favorite
2: character was Seven. Um, seven? Least favorite character was One. Oh, that's, um, I didn't like him either. My favorite scene... Uh, I did. Was when they looked around his, the uh, scientist workshop and the shawl, the alchemy, and all the stuff he was trying to do to split his soul up. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is um, the, when he called back. The uh, S- sometimes one must be sacrificed before he sacrificed himself, and he was one. I thought that mm-hmm. was clever.
3: I like that too. Because before he used it
2: he just used talking it, about just anyone. He talking about anybody but then when he said it this time he meant He
0: really meant himself. anyone but me yeah. and then at the end of The second time him. he
1: meant him. <laughs> um, That's deep, Tony. Wow, well, that was cool.
2: Also,
0: <laughs>
1: so far everybody has quoted that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like um,
2: dystopian ruined world uh, stuff like that. Watch like, Bad Max. Yeah. Well, Tony likes the Bad of, Max movies. Desert, doesn't it? But, uh, so I like this movie. Um, I own it, so... <laughs> I kind of figured you'd recommend it after you own it. I, was like, oh, well, we I like the um, I like the beginning how they set up. There's a lot of hooks in the beginning, so you're like, mm, "What's going on? What's going on?" Um, I like that it's uh, sort of a steampunk, more of like a junk punk movie, like an mm. AI, AI during World War II. was kind of an interesting <laughs> idea mm-hmm. because it uh, would you know be the end of the world whenever we make it, but when we made it, if we made it during World War II, then bad news bears. Um, thing I didn't like about this movie. And what what uh, kind of pushes this movie a little bit for, away from me is the ending. The ending is just kind of the movie's over. There's no resolution, and uh, I would forgotten how the end. I forgot how it ended this time when I watched it because I actually hadn't watched it in a, in a few years. And I was I was as I was watching it, I was like, this is kind of a neat. It's kind of a neat thing if if you looked at it as like a religious allegory where the machine is death and it's coming to get. All the pieces of this guy's soul, and if they would just allow it to hit them, they would be fine. But that wasn't what's going on. But I thought mm-hmm. that was what I thought that would be cool, and that's what it was. But in the end, I don't actually know what was going on, <laughs> and I don't know where it's going to go from here. I'm glad I, you like it. Well, I honestly. honestly
0: thought that when they released the souls, they would reanimate the the little the, cu- the beanbag man's. Oh yeah. No, I thought they would come back to life.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, that was the other thing. I was like, well, you know how he did it so could you set it back up and put them back in their beanbag things? But, I don't know. There was... Like I say, I, I like the movie f- overall, but it definitely isn't amazing. i give it a yay, but... All right, we have a yay. <laughs> but, You're on the board. But <laughs> get going in, understand that the movie has a weird ending, and mm. it doesn't quite explain exactly what's going on, so... If,
0: well,
3: if they left it if open in case it's a sequel. Well, there's
0: like... Um. One seems to understand about the al- alchemy... Because there's parts where he's like, you don't need to know about that. And they're like, you know more than you say. Because, you know, obviously he was alive for a long time with the scientist. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So,
0: but if they had gone into any of that and given the story some substance, then it could have been a better movie. Like, I really feel like you didn't see any part. Well, maybe
1: two will be a prequel
2: now. You saw the the bare (laughs) surface of these
0: characters and they didn't allow you to give a crap about the beanbag men. But so so, what
2: we're getting is this: the scientist split his soul into nine pieces, just so that he could go on. And well, they somebody said left. is that what the in the I think
3: so. in the Facebook posts they talk about how exhausted he is from trying to keep up with the pace of progress that the chancellor expects of him, and in his exha- exhaustion, he's having these dreams about these symbols, and he's like, "This isn't what I'm working on, but it's what." It keeps coming to my mind. So mm-hmm. he feels compelled when he's at a, like a point where he can't figure out where to go next with the AI and how to get it to work, where he has to read about this because it just keeps coming up in his head. So he finds himself reading more and more and more about alchemy and stuff that yeah. he doesn't really think is real as he's trying to solve the problem with the AI. See? Now that's interesting and if they had put
0: some of that in the movie, <laughs> then maybe it wouldn't have been so boring. So
1: this to me is kind of like Highlander 2, the renegade version, where they take a turd and they're trying to shine it up a little bit, it's <laughs> still a turd. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it might have been a more interesting turd. <laughs> 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 it is a more interesting turd. Maybe seen, it had little chunks of it. Have corn you seen
1: Highlander it? 2, the Renegade version? It's way better than the, the director's remember. cut. That, that is that.
0: not saying much. <laughs> but that is not saying
1: much. I mean, you can't. Because that's like
0: the like bottom of the barrel. I've had actual turds that are better than the original
1: cut of Highlander <laughs> 2. <laughs> well, this movie's. J- no, just above that. Like, that's the it's bottom. It's never going to get that. worse than that.
3: But <laughs> <laughs> higher than that.
1: So, yeah, this is better Think than that. Think
3: about some of the other movies I picked that you hated. Would you rate this above them or below them? Is this above (laughs) or below Witch
0: Hunter?
1: Oh, it's below Witch Hunter. I'll be honest with you. Wow.
3: Below Witch
1: Hunter. And I haven't brought that up, so now that we mention it, it would have been better if some douchebag dumped water on a guy just standing there.
3: There wasn't really any
0: water in this movie.
1: Exactly. If one had
0: pushed nine into the water and tried to drown him during two's funeral?
1: Sure, why not? Um, In some (laughs) of the other movies that uh, Carly's picked, I don't know
3: He we hated them all I um. no, I, no I
1: enjoyed This Means War
3: And High Fidelity
1: Oh High Fidelity I Actually I don't think I recommended that Because it was like Wow that didn't go oh, up Oh yeah
3: you, I didn't. you One of you no, guys No you recommended switch.
0: it It was me Cause I, I Cause now it's a High Fidelity I didn't recommend the, it the yeah. on that
3: I thought true. it was an A <laughs> All right, so I like this movie. It's just something different that I hadn't really seen before when oh, I, like I saw it. it. Um, I, would you hush?
1: <laughs> what? <are> I'm <we> humming. <laughs> got the hummus. Go.
3: I thought at the end. Oh, yeah, when you didn't do your stuff. Do you think? The souls rose, they ascended into the sky, mm-hmm. and then the lightning struck, and the rain came down. I got the impression that there hadn't been rain pretty much yeah. since the whole chemical warfare thing. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, they didn't seem to know what it was now maybe new life is gonna start to form because now we've restarted the ecosystem.
1: We jump-started the machine. So who's yes. your favorite character?
3: Uh, you know what's weird? I wrote a million notes, but I did not write that. Well, no, who your favorite My favorite, favorite probably character probably two.
1: Two, all right. I really Worst. liked two. Least favorite character, go. My least eight. Eight, okay. I am Groot.
3: <laughs> 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 or the cat beast, although
1: Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Don't think about it.
3: <laughs> Favorite scene. Go.
0: Think
1: long, think wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Favorite scene?
1: The credits. That's harsh. Oh, that's harsh, Carly. Everything oh,
0: from the beginning
3: no. to the end? No, that's not. Like the last
1: dragon? Like the last dragon? <laughs>
3: like the last dragon? <laughs> that,
1: you can't just do that for any Probably movie. Probably when movie get, they it?
3: first see Seven come out of nowhere and save them from the cat beast and decapitate.
1: That was pretty cool. Beast. I support mm, that. Okay. All right. And uh, uh, favorite quote? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you owe me a cape. Make it a trifecta.
3: <laughs> that works for me. So, <laughs> anyways, this ends our Zag month, and next week we will go back to our regular,
1: regularly scheduled programming, yes. where we have. Um, who's it's ne- gonna Elaine be is Elaine's
3: next. pick. But before I tell you what that is, so we before she talk tells about you what that some is, some friends of ours. I'll tell you <laughs> too. Find us on Facebook.com/slash the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. I have recently learned I'm a little slow, guys. How to take things I post on the Instagram page at Dogs and post it to the Facebook page with a link so you can go to the Instagram.
1: We have a Facebook page, Tony. That's what right I hear.
3: Yes, Facebook.com/slash the Underappreciated Movie Podcast.
1: Well,
3: oh, I love that. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. The Twitter. And one of us will tweet back to you. As I did this morning to yeah, Ben. Uh, <laughs> and that's at Unmovie Podcast. And you can email us at unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I can share things from Instagram onto Twitter as well, but I don't have access to the Twitter. So <laughs> at least where, not where, where the regular account. I have it to my personal account. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's how you can find us. Find us anywhere where you. Get podcasts. Any
1: portal you get podcasts.
3: Subscribe, rate, review. Let us know what you think.
1: Subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. That's the best way.
3: And next week, Elaine is going to have us talk about Short
0: Circuit Two. Wow, of the of the
1: two short circuit movies, that's (laughs) that's in my top two. I'm skipping.
0: I'm just going to skip right over Short Circuit and go right to Short Circuit Two. I will give a quick synopsis of the first movie. She's good. I'm going to need it. (laughs) In case you haven't seen either of these fine, fine films, but you don't need one to understand two. Well, uh,
1: we'll look forward to that. (laughs) Anybody else got anything? Anything else? uh, Tony, you want to get some off your chest? Nope. Well, until then, all right, thanks for listening, and uh, hey, Lazy Lips, your mother was a snowblower. (laughs) Mama was a snowblower.